Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice is available on audio and video platforms. There is Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. There is a Spanish language channel that goes by the name Canal Profetico, La Voz del Señor. There is also a blog by the same name, and that is for the Spanish-speaking community so that they can be aware of the words of the Lord in their own language. If you are coming to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog here on YouTube, you are welcome. There is also a Rumble channel, a BitChute channel, and a Brighteon channel. These function as backup channels because there are quite a few things certain themes in prophecy that are no longer tolerated here on YouTube. And so this usually relates to prophecies from 2020, 2021 about COVID-19 and things that were happening during that period of the shutdown. What was that about and what was happening in the world? What did God have to say about that thing? Those videos were hosted here until I think about mid 2022 and then due to uh ever tightening censorship those videos had to be removed and so you can only find them on the rumble channel the bit channel and the brighteon channel however on bit and on brighteon and i think also on soundcloud there are playlists available so if you're looking for specifically Prophecies to do with COVID-19 and things like that, you can find them in what I call the medical playlist. And you can find that, I think that's on SoundCloud and that's available also on BitChute and Brighteon. And so with all these options available to you, as well as the main blog itself, that's where all this information has been written down, information that the Lord has given me since 2012 until now, themastersvoice.com, that's www.the.com masters-voice.com. I think that's it. Anyway, just look in the description box and you'll see it there. I have received this prophecy from the Lord today, just a few hours ago. And all I was doing before I brought it forth is to correlate it with some prophecies that are witnesses to what the Lord has said. This prophecy is quite short, but it has scripture to go with it. And it also has witnesses to go with it. And it is a part two to the prophetic word that is called the land of mystery Babylon. If you have not seen that prophecy, I highly recommend that you should see it. It is a lengthy video, but it is also very grave. And it gives in no uncertain terms, the future that God has for America, as well as the future of quite a few other European nations, such as the nation of France, such as Switzerland, those countries were mentioned at length in that prophecy where God was saying that the time of the beast system will give rise to extreme control, complete loss of autonomy for America. America will become an occupied, occupied nation in the future, but also France. God said that France was going to go into a lot of political upheaval, that in the future, her current president, President Emmanuel Macron, will be shamed and removed from power. He will be basically driven from his position because the people will be so sick of him and he will leave in disgrace his current leadership as president. God also revealed the total Nazi history of both the nation of Switzerland and America and said that he will expose these things. And so now this prophecy came and the way it started is 
I was working on something else, and the Lord just began to repeat, the land of mystery Babylon, the land of mystery Babylon. So let me give the title first, and the date, and then we begin. This prophecy is entitled, The Land of Mystery Babylon, Part 2, October the 8th, 2023. And what happened was, I was working on something else, and the Lord just began to repeat this one phrase, the land of mystery Babylon, the land of mystery Babylon. And when I heard it, I paused because I thought at first that the Lord was saying, Celestial, go back and reference that prophecy. Go back and look at that prophecy. I thought maybe he wanted me to watch it again or something, but he just kept repeating it, the land of mystery Babylon. And then I realized, yes, the Lord is about to speak and he actually wants me to prepare myself. And so I took my writing implements and here is the word that the Lord delivers. I will go through it carefully and I will bring out by his grace and correlated to other things that you have heard before so that you can have a full understanding. I want to reiterate already, nothing in this prophecy is new. And that is because the word of the Lord as is given to me is extremely consistent. This prophecy, if you have been here long enough, if you have been here for at least a year, You've already heard everything that I'm about to say. You have the full understanding because the same prophecies come and repeat themselves. And I've already established in many teaching videos that when you keep hearing God saying something again and again and again, it means that that thing is established. It means that for all your prayer and for all your tears and for all your refusal to hear whatever response various people have, that thing is a settled matter. It is a settled matter that America is mystery Babylon. America doesn't get to choose her identity. America doesn't get to say we're not mystery Babylon because it's Rome or it's Iraq or it's where the ancient Persians were. America will be mystery Babylon simply because God has said that she is. The Lord says that there is no more mystery anymore. The mystery has been opened for these end times. And America was told long before my time by Pastor Dimitri Dudeman that God says that America is Mystery Babylon. This was far back in the 80s. This man came from Romania. He was uprooted from his home. The Lord brought him here, him and his entire family, resettled them in a foreign land and put that man through a lot of struggle and hardship as is expected for one who has given over their entire life to serve the Lord. Pastor Dudeman faced many challenges in the United States, chief of them a language barrier. And yet he stood up when the Lord told him, Dimitri, stand up. And he delivered the prophecy to whoever would hear back in the 80s that this country is the land of mystery Babylon. It only came to my attention later that other things that he has said includes that America will get attacked by Russia, includes that America will burn. All these things have been given to me by the Lord God over and over and over. And this particular prophecy is no different. The land of mystery Babylon repeat the prophecy in their hearing that wars and rumors of wars shall descend upon America. She will be consumed by a lust for power that will land her in a cauldron of war. America will be attacked on all sides by multiple enemies until she becomes a theater of war. She will be a place where military might and prowess will be displayed to completeness 
until the weaker nation falls to her enemies. The land of Misery Babylon will be plowed up like a furrow. As ground is plowed up before planting, and all the soil is tossed around and disturbed before planting seed, so people will be plowed up by a wicked government that will literally enter their homes and take all their valuables and everything they hold dear. Possessions will be repossessed by the government. Wealth will be redistributed. Power will change hands. And the citizens will be captives of a rogue state that takes power by deceit and does not let it go. Lenin and Stalin would be proud of what the beast government will do in the land of Mystery Babylon. America will lose all semblance of a free nation and will become captive to the wishes of the beast system. So this is the first part of the prophecy. And the Lord is saying, repeat the prophecy in their hearing. And the prophecy being repeated in your hearing is basically a synopsis of many different prophetic words that I have brought here. The first line says that wars and rumors of wars will descend upon America. Now, there is a curious belief system in a large part of the Christian, of the Christian cash within the United States. And that belief is that Jesus Christ will return to earth and he will take his church to him and he will carry his church to safety. And so that all the things that I'm speaking here on this prophetic blog for the last four years or so, they will not happen to America. So America will not have to go through this, or at least if America goes through this, the church will be safe from this. There will be no wars and rumors of wars. These things are all for after the tribulation. And yet Revelation chapter six is saying that one of the signs, one of the seals is the red horse, that the seal for war and rumors of war, something that is mirrored in Matthew 24, is going to take place long before anyone leaves this earth. It's going to take place as part of the final end times judgments that will come upon the world. And so the Lord uses this phrase, wars, rumors of wars. And then he says, will descend upon America. So what does this tell us? This tells us that no matter else, whoever else out there, no matter what other nations, are going to experience wartime, warfare, invasions, and attacks, America will not be left out of that. America will also be part of warfare. And I think there was a prophecy that was brought in the earlier part of this year. It's called War, Civil War, and the American Military State. And in that prophecy, God was saying that America will not only have a very brutal and powerful war with Russia and China, but that America will also have a civil war that will be quite brutal. America will have something that will basically almost tear her own landscape apart and that brother will fight brother in this nation. So the prophecies are prepare for war. The prophecies are war is coming. And these prophecies that I'm listing, prepare for war, war is coming. These are from 2021. There is a prayer call from 2022. That prayer call is almost one hour long. In that prayer call, the Lord is saying that war will come to almost every nation on earth. It is either that that nation is going to get attacked and that is how it will get into a war. That nation is going to be the aggressor and that is how it will get into a war. Or that nation will be suffering collusion from other nations that attack that nation and bring that nation to harm. Or 
nations will be suffering the influx of refugees, people who will be fleeing conflict areas, going into countries. And so God was saying it is either that you will be defending against a war, or you will be starting a war, or you will be attacked by multiple enemies, and that's what's going to happen to the United States, or if you don't have a war, you will be suffering the side effects of war. People will be flooding across the borders to come to that nation as a safe zone. And the Lord was saying, which countries are there? Are there any countries in the earth that have extra money, that have extra resources, that have enough on their balance sheet to be able to handle hundreds of thousands of people flooding into their country, perhaps looking for safety and looking for asylum and refuge? And so that is the thing that is happening. So for God to say that wars and rumors of wars are going to come up upon America, it is not outside the scope of possibility. It is a guaranteed fact that America is going to have war. In fact, the Lord said that America is going to get into war. And this is the next sentence. She will be consumed by a lust for power that will land her in a cauldron of war. And so you're watching the United States right now going over to the South China Sea, going over to Asia, which is so far away from where we are geographically, so far away from us. And yet America's going over there and trying to have a say in those people's um, political affairs, trying to conduct drills and things like that, trying to set up military bases. I think it's in the Philippines or something like that, in talks to set up something or other there. And all this shows is America cannot understand that there comes a time, there comes a time in every nation's history where that nation needs to pause and take stock. America is not aware that that is the time for her right now, that this is the time to pause and take stock. And the reason she's not aware is because the Lord says, She's consumed by the lust for power. So America is under a typical delusion of empire that she will always expand, that she will always get her way. And God is saying that this will actually land her in the cauldron of war. And I brought the prophecy here. I think it was two years ago where I said that America's constant talking is what is going to put her in, a, in trouble with a lot of nations. Because she constantly speaks, because she doesn't know how to withhold, the Lord says, that at the right time, the hammer of the whole earth, it was an image of a man who had one hand. He was a very massive man. That's how America was depicted as male, which is not the way that God usually does it. She was depicted as a very large man standing on the world map. One hand was a hammer and one hand was a hand. And with that hammer hand, this man was watching the map of the world intensely. And then he would smash and smash and smash in different parts of the world. And what I saw is that wherever that hammer came down, the map was crushed in that area. So it was crushed, it was torn, it left an indentation. And the Lord was showing me the strike of this hammer is every place that America has gone and caused military conflict or open and outright war. And I said that as I was watching this vision, the hammer came down in a lot more places than we are told. The hammer came down more than just Yemen, more than just Syria, more than just Iraq and Afghanistan. And I noticed and understood that God was saying that America is an instigator, whether it is an open instigator or a secret one, and she has caused harm in a lot more places than the citizens are aware of. There's a lot more than just Hiroshima and Nagasaki. There's a lot more than just the Korean War. There's a lot more than just Vietnam. There's a lot of political intrigue that has caused um, 
military attack that has caused loss of loss of life that has caused loss of development and things like that and all of it points to this one nation and please understand that i've always brought prophecies here that god says the fullness of america's aggression the fullness of america's wars will be paid back to her in full to the full measure that she has caused loss of life loss of development harm death destroyed infrastructure in other countries, the full measure of that will be brought back here. And so God says that America's lust for power will put her in a position where she will end up in war. And this will not just be war from one enemy. It'll be war on multiple fronts. America will have multiple conflicts. I've already prophesied here of America getting into um, problems with Syria. I've prophesied here of America getting pro into problems with Iran. And so, um, also that her, she will lose favor with many nations. The nations will fall out of her, out of love with her and that they will begin to speak very bold and strong anti-American rhetoric. And we can already see all those things from years before coming to pass. God says that the USA will be attacked on all sides by many enemies until she becomes a theater of war. So a theater of war is just basically where if you can think of a scene in any action movie, it is where the blood and the guts are out. It is where the bombs are going off. It is where people are running for shelter. It is where the helicopters and the bombers are overhead. It is where the missiles are flying. It is just where everything is happening. It's a lot of shock. It's a lot of awe. It's a lot of things going on at once. This is what the theater of war is. And part of what will precede that, the Lord has said, is that we here in the United States will see the visible arm of the US military. They will bring out the tanks, God said, and the tanks will be rolling in the street. Mothers, fathers, and children will see the full might of the US army. It will be brought out to intimidate us. They will do false flags here. They will blow things up here. I spoke about those prophecies long ago. Um, it was a three-part prophecy, but I can't quite recall the name now, but it was a three-part prophecy where it was talking about uh, people building bombs in secret that the government will pay young men, skilled young men, to build bombs in secret, and that these bombs are going to be planted all over the country. They're going to be going off, and they're going to cause people to be in fear for their life. So the theater of war will start small internally and it will build up. There will be racial tension here. God has already said that there will be gangs based on races fighting against one another in the street. All of these things will precipitate the civil war. And God says that America will finally become a place where the military might and prowess will be displayed to completeness. So I just spoke of that. Military might will be on the streets they will show us the bombs. They will show us the tanks. They will show us the Black Hawks. Instead of going over to Iraq and showing them the Black Hawks, they will be having those Black Hawks um, helicopters hovering over our neighborhoods and making loud, making loud demands and making loud announcements like, do not come out of your homes and things like that. We will see all these things. And those who think that they're going to be raptured out of these things really need to pay attention and at least start watching the news. If you don't want to believe what is spoken here, at least try to wake up and pay attention to the news because the news will tell you what I've been telling you since years before the news started telling you what I am telling you. And God says that this nation will fall to her enemies, that she is the weaker nation. So this is something that is not believed in the United States 
at all. The majority of Americans, whether they're servicemen or just ordinary people, have truly drunk deeply of a very poisonous Kool-Aid. People do not believe that America can be bested in war. So that means that the military industrial complex and its propaganda and its ads and its very loud posturing in the media has been successful in fooling the people. So people have been captured in their minds whereby they believe that they live inside an indestructible construct that America can never fall, that America will always best her enemies and that America will always win. And yet God says, this is the weaker nation and this nation is going to capitulate, to fall down, to, to tap the ground, to tap out, to say uncle and fall to her enemies. And the nation will be plowed up like a furrow. When you're plowing, you actually get an animal. Well, I guess we do it with a tractor now. You get an animal in the old days or you get a tractor now. And those sharp blades, those blades are very merciless, especially the mechanized ones that we have today. The blades are not sentient. The blades are attached to the tractor. The blades are not alive. Once you put that tractor on and you put it in gear, the blades are automatically given a command. And that command says, cut up the earth, churn up the earth as we go and rip it up. So it doesn't matter if there's a small tree there. It doesn't matter perhaps if there are a few stones in the mix. It doesn't matter if there's even last year's crop that is still in the ground. Once the blades receive a command, they're merciless and they carry out their assignment. They turn over the soil and that's because the blades are doing a job before seed is planted. But God says that America will be plowed up and the way that America will be plowed up is that this government, the government of the United States, the one that is ruling over we, the people is going to enter the homes of the people and take everything valuable and take everything that people hold dear, everything valuable. This might be your favorite truck that you've saved for. This might be your home that you just paid off. This might be money. This might be gold, silver, whatever other forms of wealth that you are keeping in your home. This might be people. People is one of the primary things that other people hold dear. Families. A wicked government will literally enter homes taking all valuables and taking everything that they hold dear. Possessions will be repossessed by the government. So the government might easily just make a decree and say, um, having silver and gold, for instance, is illegal. People are free to trade in those things now. But if a decree is made, if a law is made, and it's, and it's simply justified without being voted on that these things are illegal, what will you do? You will instantly find yourself going from, I have the right to do this, to being on the wrong side of the law. You won't get any buy-in in that process. Nobody will ask you, hey, do you think that silver and gold should be legislated out of use or not? Do you think that silver and gold are competing with the government coin? For the Lord said in the earlier part of this year, I think it was April or May, in the prophecy that discusses all this already, it is called the nascent rise of coin, where the Lord said that all money, the U.S. dollar especially, will be replaced by this thing called coin and it's going to be operated by the federal government so would the federal government be open to having people engage in a free trade of gold and silver that will compete with willingness to use the coin would they get rid of money and replace it with coin to allow you out there to also trade with coin the obvious answer is no so god is saying here 
Possessions are going to be taken back by the government. Wealth will be redistributed. I spoke of this in old prophecies where I said that they're going to confiscate everything that is not nailed down. When people flee and flee, they will anything that you cannot take with you, such as your golf clubs, for instance. Nobody runs to Nicaragua with golf clubs. Nobody's going to flee to Brazil still holding on to certain things. You can't take your house with you. All that stuff will be repossessed as forfeit. And God says that they will redistribute the wealth. This might even happen even if people don't run away. You might have a certain cash of savings. You might have perhaps a very prosperous build, um, building. You might have a group of buildings. You might have a business. You might have a whole group of buildings. You might own a syndicate of businesses by yourself. And they will tell you this is too much wealth for one man. This is too much wealth for one woman. What about those who don't have? You already see them teasing universal basic income. Where do you think all that is going? And why do you think that you will not be here on earth when those things reach their completion? This is the beast system modifying the world that we have to fit the world that prophecy has been telling you about for, for many years now. So wealth will be redistributed. And one of the things the Lord said is that the primary place that wealth is going to go is to the ruling class and their friends. So they who will say, well, think of the poor. You have all this and this person doesn't have a house. We're going to confiscate your other eight houses. Why should you have eight houses? We're going to resettle, we're going to resettle people there. You already see the situation where governors are standing in front of our faces and telling us, well, you know, this crisis is upon us. Open your home and, and resettle these people that are coming across the borders. Yes, they're not opening their homes, but they're saying to the people that are watching the news in disbelief, they're saying, well, open your home and, and take in a family, consider taking in a family. And none of them are leading by examples. So um, they will redistribute wealth and they will redistribute it primarily in their own circles. So this is literally that story from the Bible where King Ahab wanted another man's vineyard. And he asked the man to buy the vineyard um, as he should have. And the man said, well, I cannot. This is ancestral property. This is generational property. This is the heritage of my father's father's fathers. And I now possess it. And it's obviously going to be passed on to my children. And King Ahab went home in a funk. He went home sulking and his wife noticed that he was not happy and asked him, what is the problem? And he said, oh, I asked this man to buy his vineyard. And he said, no. And his wife told him, oh, is that it? You asked a commoner for his land and the commoner said, no, my husband, please retire to the dining room, eat your dinner and rest your head and don't worry about it. And then Jezebel, who was the queen, who represents what? Rulership, authority, government. She simply sent soldiers to kill the man. So the man was killed and the man and his protestations were moved out of the way. The vineyard was appropriated and it became King Ahab's that same day. So are these things really so out of, out of the realm of comprehension when such a thing, having your property seized by the government has been taking place since biblical times? Not at all. Power will change hands and the citizens will be captive of a rogue state that takes power by deceit and does not let it go. So when the state takes power by deceit, it could be, quite frankly, looking at how the electoral process works. Because it's not supposed to be by deceit. It's supposed to be open. 
There's supposed to be a voting process and then people are ostensibly free to go and cast their vote and then a free and a fair election should return a result. But what has God said? God has said that America is going to be frustrated because that is America's punishment. That means that America will not get a single thing that she wants. God says that America will go to the polls and will come away from the polls disappointed, will come away from the polls frustrated. She will not get the outcome that she is hoping for. And the Lord says that a rogue state will take power and the citizens will become captives of that rogue state. A rogue state means that people are not operating by the books anymore. People are not following the laws. And again, you're seeing a current crisis happening in the nation. And state after state is beginning to do something curious. They're beginning to say, it's emergency powers. It's emergency measures. We're declaring a state of emergency. So it rained here in New York City like no man's business two weeks ago. Fulfillment of the fact that God says, New York City will begin to suffer water disasters. I brought these prophecies at least two years ago saying that the ultimate end of this city will be to, complete, to be completely covered by a tsunami. But the time of the tsunami is not yet. The prophecy that I brought, the Lord said that the water will go up to the height of the parking meters in New York. And generally speaking, a parking meter is about shoulder deep. So even this flooding that came two weeks ago, it is not yet what the Lord said. I always told people, reserve your strength, reserve your strength and pace yourself. Not everything that you see is, oh, it's fulfilled. It's fulfilled because the prophecies are very specific. A parking meter outside, the place where you put money when you park your car to those who may not have it in their country, it's a very specific height. It's about four, four and three quarters feet or almost five feet. It's a very tall thing. So when water comes up to the parking meter, that means it's going to hit your average person in the chest. It won't be thigh deep or knee deep or even hip deep. This is in the chest. So when you see that kind of flood come to New York, then yes, we are talking about the things that the Lord said. But even so, the flooding that came, they declared a state of emergency on the back of it. And anytime a fire breaks out anywhere in the United States now, the governors are immediately using this state of emergency as their go-to um, response. So it's not, oh, we're going we're gonna to send the National Guard or, oh, we're going to deploy FEMA to handle this. No, it's automatically state of emergency. And please understand, every time a state of emergency is declared, it automatically means that normal laws are suspended. And I just wonder, have we heard that the state of emergency is resolved in these places? When the governors invoke it, is anybody keeping watch to make sure that after, after the disaster, after the water goes down or after the fire is put out or after the chemical leak from the train that overturns and spills all the chemicals everywhere as it did in Oregon last year, do the governors go back and then say publicly the state of emergency is resolved or are several states in the United States simply quietly under the radar continuing under states of emergency that are being declared? If you live in a place where a state of emergency is declared and it does not come out, it might mean that under the radar there is an indefinite state of emergency and that the only time you will find out about it is when you start to see the National Guard doing what the police are supposed to do and there be no recourse because it's a different time. It's a different type of law in operation. 
And so a rogue state is doing what it wants. It's not doing what's on the law books. And God says that Lenin and Stalin, these are two very famous, excuse me, please, two very powerful communists of Russian descent. These are two men who basically shaped the face of old Russia as it was. When I say old Russia, I'm not talking about ancient Russia with Peter the Great and the time of the Tsars. I'm talking about Russia in her more modern old history. So modern history, just not too far back. And these were totalitarian governments. A totalitarian government is basically a government where the state has all the say and the people have none. The state dictates the rules. The state dictates the flavor of everything that happens. The state dictates what healthcare will be like. The state sets monetary policy and fiscal policy and all the policy. So the state will not only decide how the government is going to, please excuse the noise, how the government is going to spend its money, the state will even tell the bank, and by extension, the bank's customers, how to operate. How much money can you have? How much money can you make? The state decides the entire economy. It is not a free market economy. The state can even assign jobs to citizens. Does anyone remember me saying this? That the America that is coming in the B system Nobody will work because they say, I have a dream of being a doctor and I have a dream of being a this and I've always wanted to be a teacher. Tasks, jobs will be assigned. You will be told you will go to medical school and you will go to mechanic school. You will be an engineer and the state will assign tasks to people to keep itself strong and functional. And so God says that the job the beast government will do here in Mystery Babylon will make the old communist leaders, Lenin and Stalin, very proud. And the reason for that is because America will no longer resemble a free nation. She will not at all look like what she is now, where people say anything and they do anything and they're like, I have rights, I have rights, there will be no rights. And the nation will become captive to the wishes of the beast system. And the Lord says, come out from among her, my people, Live separate from this land of iniquity. Iniquity is a type of sin that is extremely hard to remove. It is, it is like taking crushed coals, the dust from crushed coals, and scraping and raking your, your nails in that dust for a very long time. And we know how fine coal dust is scraping and, and rolling your nails, especially in that dust. And then you think, that by a surface washing of the hands, so you wash your hands on the surface, you think that that will attack that dust underneath your, your nails. It absolutely will not. Iniquity is basically ingrained sin. And the sin is ingrained because it has found a groove. It has found a place of weakness and it has burrowed in there. It is the kind of sin that you actually see passing down in families from generation to generation. It is a kind of sin that you find a person struggling with again and again and again. And even when that person wants to follow God, even when that person wants to break chains, break yokes, come out of it, it becomes extremely difficult for that person to do. And God says that America is a land of iniquity. America has sinned a groove into the earth and all she does is deepen the groove with every day, every week, every month, of the same cycle of sin. 
pedophilia, homosexuality, bestiality is about to is now hitting the press in the United States of America. Sexual immorality, one of America's oldest crimes, abortion, many other things that have all been covered in the sin series and covered here for the last few years. God says that it's time for those who are truly his people to live separate from that. He says, go where you can go. Do not partake of judgments to come for the iniquity of the land. Humble yourself under the hand of God. Repent, repent for the sin of your own soul and be separate from the sin of the land. Iniquity reigns in America. A great pride shall be humbled and many shall come out of Babylon according to my promise. So the Lord says quite plainly here, a prophecy that you can find in, I think one from last year, it's called Ancestry. He says, go where you can go. Do not partake of judgments that are coming for the iniquity of the land. So quite plainly, God is saying, America is already judged. This means whether you accept it or not, whether you want to argue or not, whether you believe it wholeheartedly and you now want to know what to do or whether you dismiss it and you say it is fear mongering that is just stressing out people's hearts. Nothing like that is ever going to happen. Please understand that God is past all that. And so am I. He is saying quite clearly here to people, go where you can so that you don't partake of any judgments that are coming to judge the sins of the land. Just a moment, please. Here is a little piece from a prophecy from February the 28th, 2022. The title is The Iron Gods. And the piece that I'm going to read to you here is where God is saying that people from the United States will scatter and go to the South American nations. And I brought that in several prophecies. I brought it in the prophecy that is entitled Isaiah 13, war and Russia. And it is here in this prophecy, the iron gods, you will be seen in the South American nations. You will be there among them, hidden there among them, lamenting all day long for the smoke of burning that will be seen rising from the borders of your homeland. You will not be a guest. This means you will not just be in Brazil. You will not just be in Ecuador on holiday. The Lord says you will be permanently relocated there for the sake of the trouble with which I will trouble you for all these abominations you have done without rest. As you troubled the world, America, as you troubled the world with your hammer, even so the hammer of the great God of heaven will trouble you blows that you cannot endure blows that you cannot sustain blows that you cannot return. This is the word of the Lord. And one of the visions in this prophecy, I saw Americans sitting in little modest houses in South America, crying and crying and crying, especially the women, crying to where they could not be comforted, crying to where they could not be told anything by their husbands or their children. They were crying for what had been done in America for the fulfillment of the word of the Lord. And so you can remember, I think, to those of you who have been watching these messages, you will remember that there was a prophecy where God said that South America will actually become white. 
It is brown now, he said, but it will become white because of the massive, massive influx of Americans fleeing from here. They will flee with what they can carry. And the Lord says that even before civil war starts in America, many, many people will be leaking out of this nation, going to where they can go, going to wherever they can keep themselves safe. And God is saying that people should humble themselves under his hand and repent. They should repent for the sins of their own soul, and they should begin to separate themselves from the sin of the land. And this is not new. I've preached of this thing many times, and I've said that you listen to the prophecies of the Lord, and then the first the first thing in the hearts of many people, especially the young people, and I've been saying this for a long time now, so you will hear the Lord say that this and that, this and that musician is judged by the Lord because this person has become an idol in the earth. And then the first thing out of a young person's mouth is, why are you talking about her? And why are you judging her? Who made you a judge for her? And Jesus has mercy on everyone and Jesus loves her and you're full of hatred. What the Lord is saying here is that he is giving everyone in this country last opportunities to separate from the sin of the land. So this is a land where there is abortion. God is saying, separate yourself, not just from the act of abortion. You can't just say, okay, Celestial, I will distance myself from the act of abortion. You must likewise separate yourself from the kind of activities that lead young and older women and married women and single women into a position where they need abortions, which is having sex without marriage or being married and then deciding that you are the one who's going to set the cap and the bar on how many children come into your marriage. So the baby may come and the baby's not part of your plan. And so with or without your husband's knowledge, you then go and cut off that baby's life. The Lord is saying that it is time to step back from a fornicator's lifestyle because it is a fornicator's lifestyle that leads you to need abortions. It is a fornicator's lifestyle that needs you to become one who is pro-choice, one who wants to defend the right of the body over the right to life. One who wants to negate the reality of murder, for it is murder to put these children to death. By coming up with political slogans and by coming up with policy arguments that then make it okay in man's mind, for it will never be okay in heaven. To make it okay in man's mind that, well, there's, there's a reason that we need laws to put these children to death. God is saying that America is a land of wickedness, severe wickedness that cannot be healed. Read Isaiah chapter one up to at least verse 18. Read it and understand in a simple version what God is saying there. It is possible for a people, it is possible for a nation, a land, even a region to reach a point of such sin that the sin cannot be healed. There can be no atonement for that sin. It doesn't mean that the blood of Jesus Christ is powerless. It means that you have stretched grace to the point where you have broken it. And then God makes a value decision and says, no more grace, no more mercy. Now there must come judgment for this. So now the judgment will come and the judgments have already started to stretch and roll out themselves. And now God is sending a word of caution. This is how God loves. God doesn't love in reckless love lyrics. This is how the father loves. He is sending out a word of caution to say, repent of the sin of your soul. Repent of being a gay pride ally. Repent of every time that you put the, I got my whatever vaccine on your, on your Facebook. Repent of that. Repent of being an advocate and a supporter of sinful practice 
sinful mindsets, sinful laws, and sinful policies. Do not be confused. Do not be transfixed by the United States of America and its loud mouthpiece. It's loud mouth that is always Satan talking and talking and talking into the earth. Do not let that thing deceive you. God is saying, recognize what is evil. Repent of where you have participated in it. Repent of where, even if you didn't do it, you were an advocate, you were an ally, you supported it. You, you are the one who comes with this, but what about this? And by that, you, that person that does Romans chapter one and verse 32, God is giving you a last chance to say, repent, confess that you were on the wrong path and humble yourself under his hand and separate from these lifestyles that have what drawn and attracted the judgment of God. This is what he is saying. And he is also saying that if it is within a person's power, don't actually stay in the land and participate. I've already brought the prophecies and said that in the times to come, and this is not ancient, ancient, far times, 40, 30 years from now. No, the Lord says that many people who have come to this country to settle, many people who came and they thought that they had found their forever home, many people who came to study and then decided to work and then decided to marry and then decided to have kids and stay here. God says that these people will see absolutely no value in living in the United States. They will renew their citizenships from wherever they came from and they will take themselves and their children on out of here. God says that other people will begin to have an awakening in their heart. Your heritage is not from here. Your ancestry is not from here. God says that he will begin to blow upon your heart and you will begin to think of your homeland and you will go there. For other people, the Lord says that you are stubborn. You are stubborn. You can see the writing on the wall, but you still want to stay. You still want to stay because you think, oh no, my life is better here than somewhere else. And you don't understand that you may stay here for the almighty dollar and then the almighty dollar is going to crash the borders are going to shut like a metal garage door and you are going to be trapped in here. And if you are trapped in here, God says that you will fully share in the judgment of America with Americans. God has already said in the first prophecy, the land of mystery, Babylon part one, God says that tell the foreigners that I have no, I have no problem with them. My quarrel is not with you. My quarrel is with the native sons of America, the ones who are here, the ones who are from here. So he says, tell the foreigners, my quarrel is not with you. The only problem with the foreigners tell them is that they were fools who came to settle in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, not knowing what it was. And he likened those people to Lot. Lot chose to live in Sodom and Gomorrah without knowing what it was. He looked at it. It looked green. It looked successful. It looked like a great place to raise kids and raise crops and raise cattle. And he moved there and he found himself living with a bunch of sodomites who were also killing people who were greed, who had no human kindness and charity and were even sleeping with fallen angels. They were going after strange flesh. They came and they tried to beat down Lot's door because they wanted to sleep with the two angels that God sent there to bring Lot out of the land of iniquity. Do not miss the parallels of what is happening because you're busy on TikTok and Instagram and watching the news and watching everything. And the only thing you're not watching is the unfolding of prophetic truth and the word of God coming to life. God says, go where you can go. There are many who are born here. There are many who are from here and they don't even need to be told. They've never seen my face. 
They can see the writing on the wall and they have consolidated their assets, sold what they can sell. They left their homes here. They're renting it out for money to sustain their lifestyles in Bermuda and Barbados. They are gone, G-O-N-E. They didn't need any prophecy to tell them anything. They can see the writing on the wall. They can see where the insanity in the White House is going and they are out of here. But other people will hear a word from the Lord and still want to argue it out. You are going to be arguing with dust and wind because that person who will answer you will not be me. The Lord says the great pride of Babylon will be humbled and many will, sh will come out of Babylon according to his promise. A cup of iniquity is poured out upon the land, a cup of bitter wrath and judgment. A plague of blood shall find them as a judgment and blood shall be in the street as a sign of the Lord's sword among them. So when I ask the Lord, Lord, this that you are speaking of, a plague of blood finding people as judgment, what is the plague of blood? And he said to me, I told you right there, blood will be in the streets as a sign of the Lord's sword among them. And so to have blood in the street, we're talking about exactly what comes in the next sentence, massacres, murders, increasing in the United States until everyday people fear for their lives. You see that the murder rate is literally out of control. People are not only dying by strange accidents, dying by strange mistakes. A paratrooper jumped out of a plane the other day, just a routine exercise. The woman jumps out of the plane, pulls her parachute cord, and she was recording herself in the training drill as she did it. And the parachute just didn't open. And so the entire footage of a person's death was recorded by that very person. Blood in the street is a sign that war is coming. Blood in the street is a sign that death will be walking the street and that people's actual physical blood will indeed be seen in the streets. There are two prophecies you can check to back that up. One is called pogroms in America and the other one is called communism in America. A third one is called they shall have nothing. In all those three prophecies, God says that in the time of President Kamala Harris, for she will be president, this is not a discussion point. This is something that I've been saying since November 2020, when everyone was deciding to split the hair of the dog between Joe Biden and between Donald Trump. And God was telling me, this is Kamala's election. Biden is going to bring in this woman. Biden is going to come into the seat and he's bringing two people with him. One of them is Kamala Harris and one of them is Barack Obama. Obama, we will only see at the end of all things when it is time for the beast to uncover himself to us and go and sit in the White House where he will start to legislate, not laws, but decrees. He will be a single player only. He will not need lawmakers. He will not need Congress. He will, he will not need any of them. They will all be out of a job. We will enter a reign of kingship. He will say something and that thing will be televised to all of us probably one time, but maybe twice to show mercy. And that thing will become an active law. And I saw that he made four laws. And when he made those laws, he became an absolute ruler, a totalitarian, the sole governor, the leader of all things. All power was vested in that one man. And that is how he was ruling over the United States. And so blood in the streets is, it is a biblical sign. 
that God is judging a people harshly and swiftly. Massacres and murders will increase in the United States until God says that people will be fearing for their lives. Normal activities will come to a standstill because of all the terror threats and the gang activities, because of unchecked crime and the big cities turning into ghettos. And I think it was in 2021 that I remarked that the amount of homeless that we have has spiked so much in New York City. And I said, these people are an army to come because they're not just homeless. They are demonized homeless. They are violent homeless. And I said, these people that nobody pays attention to on the streets now, these people that are just out there, does anybody have a dollar? And yet they're hosting 555 demons inside one woman, as I, I shared the experience on the train earlier this year. I said that these people are a sleeping army. And when this nation actually begins to become subject to very powerful spiritual forces, it is these people outside. Their ranks shall be swelled many times over by that time. They are the ones who are going to be a menace and a danger. And now you hear God saying that America is heading to a place of constant terror threats. These are the false flags that I have been warning about. Ah, yes, the three prophecies that I spoke of in the beginning of this prophecy are called um, a nation in turmoil, a nation in turmoil, part one, part two, and part three. And you can find all of those in print, and they also have videos um, here on the channel. And so terror threats, this government is going to do false flags against itself. This government has an agenda to take away weaponization, to take away freedom, to take away autonomy, to take away everything. And the only way to accomplish that, the Lord said in the prophecy that is called the Patriot Act, is to make Americans afraid. Americans have proven time and time again that when they are made afraid, they are willing to do totally unorthodox things that make no sense. God says that if the status quo is here, and it is A, if you terrorize them enough, they will be willing to give up freedom, to give up autonomy, to give up rights, quite a few rights, and move to a status quo that you call B. So they will no longer exist in A where they can call a lawyer and things like that. They will now say, well, due to 9-11, we now can consent to search and seizure. And now we have catchphrases like, if you see something, say something and all of that. But God says that B is now boring for the B system. So A was here and B is here, but now A is off camera and B is now in A's original position. B is now the status quo. And God says, we are transitioning to world C. This is the beast system. This is the place where God is saying that blood will be on the street. It is a sign of his judgment, but it will be Kamala Harris and friends coming into the home, taking people and taking them off for execution for crimes that will either not be read to them at all or crimes that they will be read to them, but they will not be able to defend against. Detention, indefinite de detention, monitoring and things of that sort. And so in November 2020, God was telling me that, well, Kamala Harris is coming in. And now if you listen to the prophecy pogroms and you listen to the prophecy communism in America, you will hear about the executions that are coming in the future. You will hear about them in power sending people to the door, those black clad cops. The cops will not be wearing blue or whatever your city wears. They'll just be coming in an all black uniform looking like SWAT, but they're not SWAT, taking people away and bringing their lives to an end. And God says that this time of terrorism, gang activities, 
unchecked crimes will turn big cities into ghettos. The average man will not be able to afford anything and entire households will become penniless very soon and declare bankruptcy. So since the Lord um, led me, basically spoke to me quite clearly and told me to multiply the platforms to, to move from just YouTube and just video and to go and get podcasts and to go and get Telegram and Instagram and all these different grams, what happens is that it is widened the scope of being able to see when the prophecies are fulfilling. Normally, I've just got my head in a book or my head in my laptop and I'm doing uh, the work that is required of me. But as these platforms have elevated and as more people have access to the prophetic word, what happens is that feedback also comes back. Celestial, have you seen this? And have you seen seven foot aliens in Peru? I would not normally focus on even a one foot alien in Peru because once I've said that aliens are going to come and live among us, all I have to do is wait for the day that the mothership comes over New York City, as God says it will, and then I will say, oh, well, I guess there we are. But in the progress, many people are very interested in watching the journey to get to where God says we're going to get to. And as a result, I see many things that are happening. And one of the things that are happening is that Americans are absolutely confounded at their current poverty level. People are confounded at how they get promotions and they get jobs that pay them more. And yet at the end of the month, they have less available than they did in 2018, 2019, 2017, and times back. They can't make the math work out. How it is that they're not eating fettuccine and they're not having avocado toast. And yet at the same time, they can barely afford their bills. People are transitioning from living in their own homes to having to give up their homes their homes are being foreclosed on. You can read more about that in the prophecy, The Iron Gods, that I read from um, February 28th, 2022, where I said that I saw many homes being foreclosed and I saw that people wanted the real estate agents to actually make magic. I saw that people were talking to the estate agents and they were saying, you know, you got to make this move. You got to make this happen for us. But some people were so desperate. This means that they had so many pressures on their back that I saw them screaming at the realtors. I saw them screaming and having meltdowns and breakdowns, and they were trying to force the realtor to make a sale happen in a market that simply did not want houses anymore. And I saw that the banks were like hawks. They were just watching to see if the sale would fail. And once the sale failed, they basically took the person's house from them. I saw many middle-class Americans transitioning from home ownership some of them who were lucky, some of them who fell through the cracks a little but got caught at a lower level, they just moved to tiny little dinky apartments, a family of four, a family of five, for the first time no longer having a house with a sprawling lawn and trees at the back and a little swing for the kids. No, they had to move into urban centers. They had to move into small apartments. But a lot of people fell through the cracks and I saw people moving from a home, a physical house that has a hot shower and a kitchen and everything else, to living in vans, to living in their cars. The housing market completely crashed. It became a nightscape, a nightmare scape, and it was horrible for people. And here is God saying again, households will go totally broke, penniless very soon, and they will have to declare bankruptcy. The strength of the US dollar is over. Mass poverty is the new look for America. And this is what I'm seeing. 
I'm seeing on these short form platforms that people are making videos and they are extremely angry. They are using extremely foul language. Some of them are in tears. Some of them are in tears because they are angry. Some of them are in tears because they're terrified. And the general consensus is what happened to the money? What happened to the American dream? What happened to my ability to pay my bills? I'm not lazy. I'm currently working two jobs and I can't make ends meet. Why is childcare slowly inching to $2,000 a month? Are they teaching the babies calculus and rocket science? What is happening? What is happening is that America is falling into the poverty that I spoke about many years ago when everything was fine in 2019 and the economy was robust and gas cost a decent amount. I was saying in 2019, when I first started this blog, that poverty is coming, inability to pay your bills is coming, welfare is coming, and worse than that, God says that welfare will still close down. Please excuse the noise. Welfare will still close down. Here is a sentence right here. A man will be unable to feed his family. A man will be unable to feed himself. The welfare programs will not survive. The state will not continue to support the homeless, the needy, or the elderly, and all programs of social welfare and pension plans will shut down. So these prophecies are from last year. Remember, I keep referring to the one where I said that I saw a lot of people walking in the street and they had basically the gloves that we know from the movies where the homeless person is pushing a cart and the homeless person is always wearing that glove those gloves with the fingers cut off. And I've never understood the sense of that because that doesn't keep your fingers warm in winter at all. But I've all, always spoken of that, that these help programs such as WIC, such as SNAP, um, they will all go away. Welfare will be shut down. And that is because the Lord has said already in the prophecy about a wage crisis, God has said that when a large majority of people are unemployed, and unemployable because the economy has tanked and the economy has no good jobs anymore. It will cause a wage crisis and it will cause unemployment crisis. And the government has every incentive to keep lying that these things do not exist, but they do exist. And wise people need to pay attention to that in order to be able to seek God and have him lead you, lead you through this. When there's a large mass of people putting pressure on state programs, putting pressure on state needs, not necessarily because they want to, but because they've lost their job and it's taking more than two or three months to get a job. It's taking people eight to nine months to get hired. And then when they get hired, they don't even get full hours. A lot of people are working part-time with no benefits and life happens. People get sick, people have needs, and yet the jobs are determined not to meet those needs. To, to give below par everything and yet still expect people to show up. So a lot of people will fall back on unemployment. And when a large mass of people all need unemployment at the same time, the welfare program will not be able to take that kind of, that kind of request, that kind of demand from society. And so he says, the state will not continue to support the homeless. They barely do that anyway. They're doing the very minimum that they can and making maximum amount of noise. But now they're going to just come out and literally say, Chicago can't do this. New York City can't do this. This state and that state, we can't do it anymore. And then it's just going to be blunt in our face reality that it's now exactly what I've been talking about all this time. 
every man for himself, every man and his family defending himself. And what does that bring? And what other prophecy does that bring him? That brings in a prophecy where you who prepped and you who prepared are living next to a family that have no clue what the master's voice has been talking about. So you prepared and you prepped and God led you and you're ready. And then your neighbor isn't ready. And your neighbor might be the one to come over with a gun. Pretend that he's coming to ring the bell and say, oh no, Margie and I wanted to talk to something, uh, to talk to you about something. And you open the door and that man is standing in front of you, your longtime neighbor pointing the barrel of a weapon in your face and saying, I'm really sorry about this, but we don't have anything to eat. And we've been watching you guys and we know you have a summer garden and we know you have a winter garden and we know you've been doing this and that. And well, I'm sorry, buddy, we just need it. This is the law of the jungle. Remember that God said many laws that are not laws are going to operate. And one of those laws is the law of the jungle. Social welfare and pension plans will be shut down. Programs for pension plans are going to fail. So a lot of old people, if you remember, there was a prophecy from last year. It's called nothing but scattering. And the Lord was saying that many piggy banks are going to be broken. Young people, young women who have put away money, young men who have put away money, as well as old people who put away money for retirement, old people who were depending on the state to support them. The Lord says that the piggy banks will get broken. The piggy banks will get smashed and savings will come out and then savings will run out. And many people who were depending on government pensions, social security, many people who have set aside for a rainy day, will find out that the money that they're depending on is not reasonable to sustain even one person. It might be an old couple that retired five years ago, and now they're looking at the value of what they saved decrease. They're looking at what they set aside that they thought would last 15 years or whatever. They're now looking at it having only a five-year or two-year window with the prices that we're facing due to inflation and poor management of all resources in this country. And a lot of old people have had to decide to either go back out into the workforce to supplement what they have or find other means of supplementing their income. This is the last part of the prophecy. The Lord says, America is in decline already, but a steep drop is just ahead. A steep drop is just ahead. A sudden free fall, plummeting. This means to literally plunge suddenly and without warning. An open swan dive to the bottom. At that time, social and civil unrest is inevitable. And the government response will be swift and harsh. Military law and control over the land at the federal level, rather than letting states control themselves at the state level. And so God says that we are already in a period of decline and the mistake that many are making is that they think that the decline that America is in is a is something that they can fix. The vast majority of Americans are still in a state of confusion. They are still in a state of pride. And that state of pride has them believing that everything that has happened in the country so far can be fixed with an election. So both the red side and the blue side both believe that no, this is definitely a problem. We acknowledge the problem, we see the problem, we raise our hand and we cop to the problem. But they think 
that this problem is merely a man-made problem. They think what's happening with the border is man-made. They think that what's happening with the money is man-made. And in a sense, it is. But it's happening because God says that this is the judgment. To have the stranger flood into the land and consume all your resources. This is a biblical judgment that is in the book of Isaiah. That they will descend upon your land like locusts. And they will eat up all your sustenance right in front of your face. It is happening. People are enraged on TikTok and enraged on all the talks. And yet, the one place that they're not looking to see, is this mentioned anywhere, is in the word of God. A steep drop is ahead. That steep drop doesn't lend itself to being fixed by an election. That steep drop speaks of a cliff edge approaching at max speed because this is America's punishment to stumble, to fall, to plunge, to plummet, a swan dive to the bottom. Economically, politically, to see even the small countries that used to fear this nation Now, speaking on the internet and speaking everywhere else and having press conferences and saying, well, we feel this and we feel that and take your homosexuality agenda back to your nation freely, boldly, saying we don't need your aid money. If you want us to be gay to get aid money, well, then how long will our country last if we all go gay like you have? Down, a downward dive that is mandated by God, an iron decree from heaven that cannot be fixed because you go to the polls, because you go to the ballot boxes. And the Lord says that the end of this is social and civil unrest. I've already discussed that in this video. And when people finally give the government an excuse, because the Lord says that the government will be lawless first. So we're definitely watching the lawlessness of the government as they literally keep pushing the envelope in so many areas to see what they can get away with, to see if there will be protests. If we try to put them in quarantine camps, will they really freak out if we try to bring the mandates back? What can we try? What's their temperature out there? So when they get to the point where they begin to make bolder and bolder moves, as they absolutely will, because they have a very important date with the world with the new world order agenda. This thing must be birthed. This thing must come to pass. Please go back and look at all the recent prophecies that I did for Barack Obama. You will understand more about the fact that this thing is prophesied in Revelation chapter 13. It is not going to go away. The beast system is in Revelation 13 and Revelation 17. It will not go away. It cannot fall away. It cannot fail to come. There must be 10 kings who give their power to a beast in order for the 10 kings to pass on their power to a beast, the beast must rise from the sea. He must receive his power from the dragon who will give him his authority. His false prophet has to be right by his side. These things must come to pass. No election is stopping this word of God that was written by John the Revelator. It will surely come to pass. And so when the government is lawless, Please remember the prophecy that is called the many words of God. The people will be lawless in return. The people will respond with the same energy as the government. But when that happens, this is basically giving the government what it wants. Swift and harsh respond. response. Military law. This is martial law. And control will come over the whole land at the federal level. And the states will no longer be able to control themselves at the state level. My name is Celestial, and this is the word of the Lord. The prophecy is called The Land of Mystery Babylon, Part 2, October the 8th, 2023. Thank you for being with me. 
I will attempt to link some of the prophecies in the description box, but please, the prophecies are being named in the video. So therefore work and effort is also useful on your part. You can simply look on this channel's dashboard and type. You can look among the videos for the titles, or you can type it in the YouTube search bar. Just simply type in the title and that video will come up. If you're finding that you're getting too many other links from other things that are on YouTube, then simply put prophecy blog after it, and then it will take you directly to the video. You can also go to the blog, www.the-masters-voice.com. That's a good place. Reading always will help you to retain it better. However, this new prophecy and many new ones are not yet up but the older ones are definitely up and they bear reading. They bear understanding because none of God's words will actually fall to the ground. Until I see you again, may the Lord bless you, strengthen you and keep you and goodbye.